Okay, let's begin. So, uh, welcome to this small show, like Eat with the Owner. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that. And um, uh, your name? My name is uh, Li Xin. Li Xin. Uh, but uh, how does, how, uh, X I N, right? Yeah, X I N L I. And usually, I, I ask my friends or my colleagues to call me Daniel. It's Daniel. My, yeah, that's my English name. Okay, great. Yeah. The Xin, how to write the Chinese name Xin? Uh, it's Which really one? simple. It's basically three Qi, You know. Oh, three. Oh, that one. Three Jing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, got that one. So it is a bit long to write, yeah. but uh, you know, on a Chinese level it's long, but on the English level it's pretty simple, five letters, yeah. so that's pretty cool. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> to save time, we always are the first. And, uh, okay. So, uh, what do you want to eat? To be honest, since you are the owner, I'll let you choose uh, and maybe recommend um, Surprise me, I would say. Okay. But you, like, do you want to eat uh, a lot or not? The lunch should be okay to eat a lot. Or like you are... Yeah, yeah I'm fine, I'm fine. The pork is okay? Of course. Spicy okay? Spicy is okay as well. Okay. So, uh, the twice-cooked pork is really good. Okay. And uh, let's do twice-cooked pork. I want to try out something because since I made a lot of videos already, so uh, yeah. Twice cooked pork. And, uh, green beans. What else? I mean, if you don't mind, I'll yeah. take the uh, general tall chicken, you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's like staple Chinese yeah, yeah, food, yeah, exactly. so we can, we can take and, a I want to try this. I want to try. I try, try the spicy hot pot. Spicy uh, hot pot? Yeah, the, the Sichuan spicy pot. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, this uh, one. I'm uh, excited. Let's try that as well. And also. Do you have like dishes you never tasted before on your own menu? Uh, no, I, I recently, during the pandemic, I taste everyone because I shoot every one of them. I shoot a video for. Ah, for the news, huh? Yep. Yeah, for the. To explain every dish. So before that, some of them not, never. Oh. Awesome. And as an owner, what is your favorite dish? Either twice cooked pork or okay. the spicy diced chicken, but a lot of bones. A lot of bones, yeah. huh? So in front of camera may not be <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, let's try. So we have genital chicken, twice cooked pork, and the uh, Sichuan, uh, what is that? The I think it's uh, the, yeah. the pot you said? Yeah, yeah, Sichuan spicy pot and then the dry fried green beans. Yeah, or, yeah, sure. Uh, steamed rice as well. That's okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, to steam rice. Okay, that should be good. To put this to the kitchen. So save the time. I'm gonna run. Okay, so uh, we we met several times before, right? Exactly. Two exactly. or three times. I think more than that, but when I was younger, 
Yeah. Yeah, because uh, when I was younger, I think you had a lot of uh, parties yeah, with, uh, with my mom's friends yeah, yeah. and all of that. Uh, yeah. So I, I know you from my mom. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Exactly. And uh, do you, do you mind tell what year you were born or? Ah, yeah, no mind. I was born in 1995, uh, January wow, 13th. Twenty six years old. Yeah, I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first time I met you, probably probably you were sixteen, maybe. Uh, I think so. It was either Almost. 15, 16. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 10 years ago. 10 years I ago. We've known each other for a while, but we have never like yeah. actually had a lot of uh, frequent meetings. It's most like during yeah, we parties. Never talked. Uh, I would just, maybe we drank a little bit here or there. Yeah, I mean, I remember we played soccer once. Yeah, yeah. I, I brought you to the e Exactly, exactly. So that was, that was, that was awesome. Uh, but most of the time it was, you know, with the, with the, my mom's friend party yeah. and sometimes she invited me. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, your mom is really cool, and we, I guess, we met with friends, friends, uh, ten years ago. Yeah, it's like friends years. from friends. I yeah, think. yeah, we had a lot of parties here or there. <laughs> but after having a restaurant, everything stopped. Like uh, eight yeah. years ago, we uh, started the restaurant. Exactly. So after that, exactly. like busy, crazy. Exactly. So, I stopped going to any parties, I believe. So it's kind of no social life. I mean, kind of understandable since you you open like seven days a week so you're pretty busy yeah, weekends. Yeah. Exactly, the weekend, exactly exactly yeah. so for restaurants weekends yeah. are especially you know yeah. i uh, had my uh, it job so uh, at the same time yeah, at ah. the same time so are you still doing it jobs or are you just like fo fully focused on the on the restaurant i think right now it's 100 percent full because in the uh -huh. full-time job in the restaurant yeah. so in last april yeah. end of april 2020 yeah uh, my company just laid me off <laughs> because of covid or uh, in general, I think they uh, they felt the pressure at the beginning of the pandemic, ah, okay. so the financial pressure. So yeah. they they let go several people. I was oh. one of them. So that's really unfortunate. But it worked out naturally, to be honest. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, you were able to transition to the restaurant business uh, exactly. afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because that time, like, uh, like the restaurant business was short of staff. Okay. Really, so okay. it's kind of natural. So I had. Even without like the the company they let me off, I had to resign probably. Ah, okay. So it kind of fall into place. Yeah, and then they give me a package as well. Wow. <laughs> so it worked out in my favor. Exactly. Maybe it was a sign all along, you know, uh, yeah. with all of that. Yeah, it's so. uh, it's kind of kind of a little bit lucky in mm -hmm. the worst scenario. It's the pandemic really yeah. bad for the restaurant business. Yeah. But without that, uh, the, the package helped me a lot at the beginning. Oh, yeah. So, um, That's good. So the, there's no income that year, okay. uh, the 2020. And at the beginning of the pandemic, the restaurant business was really bad. It was oh. really hard. Yeah, yeah definitely. Literally, uh, definitely. no customers. But even today, uh, I mean, it's getting better with takeouts and all of that. But I still, uh, I mean, we're, we're getting back to the to the normal uh, today I'm a little bit worried circumstance. Too. Yeah, we, uh, like last night was pretty busy. Last night, okay. Yeah, it it's um, how to say, majority maybe sixty percent still the delivery or takeout. Yeah, okay, sixty so percent. Yeah. We compensate with some people eating side. Yeah. So the people eating side, the real that's a real business. You have the profit margin. Exactly. Okay. The, the delivery they charge you thirty percent Uber Eats, so ah. you, you really don't have any profit margin. I see. So I see. kind of keep yourself busy. Okay. So the 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 more percentage, uh, more portion on the eating side or the takeout yeah that will help a lot so recently okay. we only uh, we only opened up the dining room mm -hmm. uh, end of 
August. End of August. Year. Okay. Okay. 2020, we did not open any day uh, for the dine eating oh, okay. because, like, even they allowed in the summer. Yeah, exactly. But we did not. We chose not to open. Just like all takeout. Yeah. All takeout, all delivery. Definitely, huh? Especially yeah. also uh, inflation uh, recently getting up, so the cost of food, cost yeah, of everything going yeah, up too as well. Yeah, that's the thing. That that will kill us at the end. Okay. <laughs> that that may kill us. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, that's why right now doing the Uber Eats is not making sense anymore. Not totally. Before was okay. Last year, mm -hmm. when the food the, the food was not too expensive. Yeah, yeah. They take thirty percent. We still have something left. Yeah, it's okay. But now yeah, today is. I I think it's it's really bad. So luckily we we have some amount of customers eating inside that yeah. will help a lot. Yeah, so yeah. like last night, pretty Saturday night, Friday night as well. Friday night as well. Yeah, yeah. we got. Uh, First floor all full, and mm -hmm. some people have to sit on the second floor. Oh, so, uh, okay, okay. Close to the time before the pandemic, if we can get people uh, that amount of people eating inside, yeah, like the level of pandemic will, will be will be okay. Even the cost of food is yeah. increasing, we will be okay. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, the business, like our business, we have to have the margin. Without the margin, it it's, will be uh, finished. Okay. Also, you cannot find the staff. You cannot find yeah. people working. So I work seven days. Last night I was washing dishes because we had a lot of customers eating inside. A lot yeah. of dishes. Yeah. Myself alone in the kitchen, I washed till maybe eleven o'clock. Wow. Yeah, when everybody okay. left, I was washing dishes. So right. make sure everything yeah. is clean. Wow. But that's happy. Really, really, you, you will love this kind of busy. Otherwise, yeah. when you do all the deliveries, exactly, and, uh, yeah. you busy, but. Uh, the delivery save you a lot of uh, you. You have no dishes. Exactly, exactly. But the cost of the boxes, everything, pick mm -hmm. out boxes. Yeah. And uh, with the commission that they take, yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy, huh? Um, do you think like you you're you're really really busy? But um, do you love it? Do do you love it? Because you know when you love something, uh, it's not necessarily we don't say as a busy. You don't necessarily go to work. You just do what you want to do. I understand it's a business at the same time. But if you if I you love the restaurant yeah, business, I don't think I I can. I like the situation. I really don't like the situation. The situation, but, huh? Yeah, but okay. I have. I I guess any small business in this pandemic, mm -hmm. we just hope like we can live. We can survive. And yeah. Then, okay. Another year or two, if it continues like this. But as long as we can pass this period, it's a success. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly, so exactly. Kind of a, uh -huh. I, yeah, I don't like. Uh, but this time, I do a lot of budget. I cut a lot of vegetables. Do this kind of washing dishes. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Mm. So it kind of still learning my English. So yeah, that's still, really really good. Yeah, it, that's the the efficiency is is really key. I, Efficiency, yeah. yeah. I a lot of time I always do two things at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I, exactly the the whole year, almost two years. Mm -hmm. I, I listen to a lot of a uh, lot of YouTube or the watch a lot of YouTube's videos. Also okay. the the podcast. Yeah. My English probably I get more knowledge than before. Awesome, awesome. I mean, when you have twenty four hours in a day and you have to work a lot as well, you need to make sure that you know not make sure, but. Uh, it's also find time for other things, so you can do multiple things at the same time. Especially, I have the airport, Apple Airport. <laughs> oh yeah, and the wireless, yeah, right? and the wireless yeah, yeah, yes. and the vegetables, and mm -hmm. then taking orders, and then give the food to, ah, uh, okay. to drivers. Nice. So nice. Not too bad, but it's super busy. Um, 
I, I guess it's just surviving mode. Yeah, okay. Well, I wish the best. Definitely, I think I think Ande is a, is a really good restaurant. So we, we have been eating here for a while, multiple times. Uh, the food is really, really good. Um, and uh, I'm happy to know that, you know, yesterday, you know, like the reputation of the under cuisine has uh, was maintained hopefully after you know yeah, hopefully. you know after the government kind of let loose a little bit more and more clients will be coming so but especially we were lucky like um, the the january we will get a little bit media coverage yeah. that helped a lot okay we, we see uh like this week this like weekend we see a lot of people from the united states a lot of customers really yeah. so international uh customers that came yeah. to here yeah, yeah. we wow. have a lot of because we check their vaccination. Right, right, so they exactly. All, like they have the paper, like two uh -huh. doses of here, there, and uh, we have less customer from Montreal. Yeah, wow. Yeah, eat in, but like they all like to take out. But the the people they travel, they sometimes they have to not easy for them all to take out. Maybe mm -hmm. they eat hotel. Yeah. A lot of time they come to a eating site. Okay. So from Toronto, from United States, a lot of time. Uh, from New York, even two guys from uh, Washington, uh, wow, Washington, Washington DC. DC. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and Florida as well. Sometimes that's like, really really yeah. far. Awesome. So it may, if like uh, if nothing nothing changes, I guess if like uh, if fully open before the pandemic, mm -hmm. we will be really busy. I guess a lot of a uh, lot of people from like outside they yeah. or like now we are kind of because of media probably we have big existence on the internet so oh okay when they travel they always google right wow always definitely google. definitely yeah that yeah, yeah that's really really awesome yeah if if we can pass the pandemic we i think we would be uh, okay just so the pandemic is crazy no doubt yeah but it's busy like crazy <laughs> it's myself i have no time to do anything else it's just just every all every day here i guess no soccer soccer still Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. I, uh, this morning we played from eight to ten. Before that, wow, yeah, yeah. nice, nice. Uh, the, like ten years ago, the same team. We still the same. Really, team. really. Same, same team, same schedule. Sunday, Sunday morning, eight to ten. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's Always, really, yeah. really good a, to have maintained that, especially you know in busy times. Yeah, uh, a, keep keep the body active. Definitely, yeah. It's a, it's the same uh, local uh, the Chinese. Team, like, but people change a little bit. But the main people, if you go there, you're still the same old guy. <laughs> Several <laughs> old guys. I mean, if you enjoy sport, there's no age, right? Yeah. So, anyway, uh, but you like what year? How old were you like when you uh, came here? Like, uh, I was about seven years old. Seven. Yeah, seven years old. Oh. It was it was it was quite an interesting experience because uh, at seven years old, it was you know, I just kind of. You know, I was kind of like a primary school in China, in China yeah. so I learned Chinese, all of that, and suddenly I learned that I'll be immigrating to Canada. Yeah. So it was, it's actually an interesting experience because when I, it was my first time taking the plane, and I was alone at that time. So <laughs> yeah, imagine a seven years point. old yeah. Chinese kid, uh, no language, no, no English, no but French that time, skills. no English at all, right? Exactly. Okay. So, so the thing is, it's really, really funny. I only had Chinese as a, as a language, yeah, right? Yeah. So as my tool, and what usually happened is that we I had a I had a little paper yeah. with English word okay. written on it okay. that has like a Chinese translation, translation. on the bottom, yeah. so I can ask for help in case oh, really? that I'm either lost. 
So it was quite an experience, you know, I had to travel from, uh, so I, I'm from Hangzhou, yeah, which Hangzhou. is uh, near... Most beautiful city. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Hangzhou is very beautiful. So uh, um, I, I had to go from Hangzhou, take, yeah. I think I'd take a bus to Shanghai, which yeah. is the international airport yeah. at that point. Uh, then after that, take a plane to Vancouver. Yeah. And then at Vancouver, uh, my then stepdad, yeah. which, uh, which is a Canadian at yeah. that time, um, he, he picked me up. And then we we took another plane to travel to Quebec. So it was always uh, Montreal, right? Always Montreal. Yeah, exactly. It was always Montreal. I never lived in another province or another city in Canada. Yeah, which so was, which uh, part of Montreal you were? Oh, which part of Montreal? Yeah. I'm on the south shore of Montreal. All the time. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, you. Oh. I have been uh, I've been living there for a while. So, what's your experience like when you are seven? You you go to a welcome class to a yeah. So one I had, year or. Uh, I think I took a, I think the standard was two years of uh, welcome class where they teach you, you know, they, it's, it's like a normal class, but they, they have to focus on teaching French. Yeah. Uh, not, not much in English, right? Not much about English. Uh, not much. I won't say, uh, because that was not a priority at the time because in the welcome, in, in the welcoming class, yeah. uh, because you're in Quebec, yeah. they kind of prioritize uh, French. Yeah, French. So you sure. kind of learn French there. But because you also have a lot of international uh, immigrants from yeah. other countries, other, other countries exactly, yeah. that, that goes to the, those welcoming class, uh, what happens is that you, you will learn like English as, as it goes. So my first English experience was because of them. Uh, you know, obviously, there were you know, Chinese uh, who spoke uh, Mandarin or Cantonese, but they also uh, Russians or Brazilians. So what happened is that they, you have this like, different countries forming their own uh, friend circ uh, yeah, yeah. circle so you kind of have like different culture at that point but some sometimes we had we had like a mix of cultures mm -hmm. so at that point you have a exchange of culture and language so uh, but I think because each language is so different like so let's say Chinese yeah. versus Russian although they're they're really really close yeah. in terms of geog uh, geography the language and the culture is different so the best way for us to communicate was English so at that point you kind of have to learn English um, in order for you to communicate with uh, other people but i feel like at that point a lot of people or a lot of young kids like me were mostly comfortable with their own culture so, so what how, how many chinese that, kids do you have i think class? in my i don't i don't remember in the whole school but in my class i think we had like 10 or 12. that's a lot that's that's like a, a so good uh, a good one either one fourth or a one third. That's about two thousand two uh, or two thousand three, and that time so many. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's leave here. Okay. Oh. oh, I forgot to bring the fork and the chopsticks. Thank you very much. Bring the chopsticks. Plate. Yeah, I Thank thought you. I forgot something. I forgot to bring the the plates <laughs> and chopsticks. It's okay. So that's around 2002 or 2003. Yeah, it was, so, it was all that year. Yeah, you were, yeah, 19 years here. So I am being here 15 years. So four years before me. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. I mean, time passed by so fast, so you don't really notice. But uh, and that welcome class that like, you have, like in class, 40 people, about 40 kids. Yeah, it was like a normal, normal class size, about 30 to 40. Uh, but general. the kids they get along well, or um, I would say because you see all different yeah. kids like yeah. all this maybe like exactly so different countries. I think it was kind of um, overwhelming maybe for a young kid as seven. It, it was definitely overwhelming as an experience because it's like, it's like because um, you know when I was in China, I never really interacted with yeah, other yeah. Pe uh, you know 
people from other countries. Yeah. So when when you, when you first um, yeah, give me a second. <laughs> it's fine. So that's like, uh, do you feel like uh, any impact on you or for this kind of experience? Uh, as an impact? Mm, that's a really good question. I wouldn't say I noticed that much when I was a kid. I think I was definitely intimidated by the whole, you know, all, all, the, co yeah. all the culture, the new different, uh, different faces, yeah. you know, because obviously there's a physical difference as yeah. well. So definitely overwhelmed. But I, I didn't think much of it because yeah. I was, you know, like this this group of yeah. Chinese people, yeah. right? Yeah, so a good, good big group. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it kind of felt at home at the same time, but I was really, really uh, curious about what the other culture was. Yeah. So I was uh, I was able to make also friends with those yeah. people who were uh, who were from other countries. Okay, let's begin. So this right. we go to ice cream park. Okay. Thank you. And the green beans. Yeah, this, this is a great chance for me to eat a lot of food. Really? <laughs> so do you not eat usually a lot of food, or not at all? I, I try to. Uh, Oops. I try to eat less to keep the keep the weight down. But the problem is, after every every night when I when I go home from the restaurant, mm -hmm. I eat a lot of snacks. <laughs> See, it's too hungry, and then yeah, the problem like uh, I try to. Uh, but last time, oh yeah, the last guest, he was um, very careful about his diet, so I was a little bit inspired, so <laughs> so I'm trying to... Uh, really? Yeah. I try to eat less after it's too very late in the night. Well, yeah, I'm interested, what kind of snack do you eat? Because um, you know, since I'm, 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 I'm also going to the gym, I'm also watching what I'm eating, so what kind of snack do you, do you usually eat at night? Uh, that's the problem is like um, my in-laws uh, in-laws like uh, they they always have food on the table when they, that's the problem like uh, they cook food and then they thought I want to go home later so they yeah. have one plate or two there okay and some also other like the snack Chinese snack snacks yeah. so yeah. Uh, it's kind of too tempting <laughs> so um, I tried a lot of time Mm -hmm. to uh, to not eating but then maybe i just kept the like two nights without eating okay. and then like after that i start eating again okay it's kind of a circle but i every morning i get up i i weigh myself i just if, if it's too heavy yeah. like, probably the measure will be more strict yeah. and if okay so probably eat a little bit more yeah i mean it's definitely good to weigh yourself every morning but it's not because like one day you see your skill go up yeah. that it's it's bad because sometimes it's just water weight. So <clears throat> because I always play soccer, I want to a little bit light, not too heavy. Mm -hmm. When you run a lot, it's a problem when you're heavy. <laughs> also, these two years, I say very different in my body. Like uh, when you I'm forty two, yeah. when you pass forty, yeah. everything goes down crazy. Seriously. You mean like metabolism and all of that? Or just, just like physical. physical? Yeah, it's, okay. It's very obvious. Some before I have a colleague mm -hmm. in the office, like uh, he told me like uh, he's 45, probably 46. Mm -hmm. Like he always said, ah, oh, everything after 
40 years, so everything fucked up the body. <laughs> so I, I thought dramatic. I thought he was dramatic, just talking, you know, <clears throat> like uh, people talk, they're always being dramatic. And then you experience yourself yeah, and you're like, it's, oh, it's he was of, right. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. That's why we have um, middle-age crisis. You know that, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not there yet, but... Yeah, uh, but you know, in Chinese, we always talk about that. Exactly, exactly. I mean, my mom always talk about it all the time. You see, that's why I think that's the reason why I want to you know, take care of my body when I was young. So at least when I hit that age, I can be at least, you know, at certain levels still, you know, healthy, so I can continue on. Yeah, a lot of people, they, they like doing gym, like young. Like, I have a lot of friends, the, the, some friends, their kids, like your age, they all go to gym. Of I course, think. of course. But it's also like a, you know, because of social media, Instagram, all of that, it's also becoming a culture by itself, you know, fitness, healthy lifestyle. That's like all over the place. Everybody's just, promoting that. I just don't like people showing up, sh like show off their pictures, like on <laughs> Instagram. Like, they'll show the good side of, like, ah, the muscle, workout, anything, yeah. like you travel, like. Uh, but when you look at those pictures, you feel like yourself, feel bad about yourself. Exactly. I mean, I think that's a lot of criticism that's been going on with the social media and all the Instagram yeah. uh, culture that's been going on. <clears throat> and. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, me myself also, I feel kind of, not intimidated, but also uh, sometimes you feel bad about yourself. Uh, but you have to understand those pictures or those videos, they're shoot under, you know, awesome lightning, you know, people are flexing. They don't look like this every single day. That's why I, 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 I don't... Some, I, some people are. When I take pictures, I don't pretend to be nice, like look better or mm -hmm. something, or I edit a video, I never edit a video. I don't I see, like it. that's why. Because I want to show the real side. So, like, how long, like, you can, like, understand or, like, uh, express yourself in French? Like, uh, it took you how long? How long? Yeah, um, three months, six months? I would say in order to be perfectly fluent it took me about a year but wow. i was able to understand french pretty well um after like three four months uh but that's because you know, i was young so my, my brain is like a sponge right it, like, everything you hear you can kind of me say it replicate it you imitate what people say so that is why when i speak french no. because my french was learned here yeah. with with quebecers i don't really have like a accent when I speak French yeah. so what happened is that sometimes you can you can uh, you can have me on the phone but you will realize I'm actually Chinese because <laughs> when I speak French uh, it's uh, it has like the uh, the local accent so you don't really notice several months that gave me hope <laughs> I yeah. have to learn and you have to be in the child to be a child to learn that fast you don't worry about making mistakes you know it's like exactly mm. I think the main point of always learn a new language is be curious that's what that that's what motivated me to learn uh, obviously there were a lot of I would say painful memories as yeah. well you know sometimes it's really really frustrating when you don't understand uh, certain aspect especially 
Oops, sorry about that. In French, what happens is that uh, the grammar is, is kind of difficult yeah. because, you know, you have a noun that's uh, feminine and yeah. a noun that's uh, masculine. Okay. Yeah, so, so, adjective as well. Adjective yeah, exactly. So match. Yeah, yeah. Everything has to match, you know, uh, the verbs also have different tenses, you know, past tense is different. And general past, that's crazy. Gen do, do, can you mark? Do you master the general past? Yeah, general past. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. That's like, that's not even a language. That's kind of a, looks like somebody just make up rules, like just to torture people. I mean, in terms of when you, the general passage you mostly use when, you, when you're, you're right. kind of writing a story and you're talking about actions performed by people, so they use, you know, general past, but we don't really use it. Yeah, exactly. When I saw the conjugation, like the conjugation table, this verb, and then you have, they don't look familiar sometimes. There's no rules. Exactly. That's why I think that people invented this just to have fun, to touch people. <laughs> it's kind of psycho, psychopath. I mean, you can you can see it like that as well. But I see it as maybe as a beauty for the language. Or sometimes they want to show off their skills. Maybe because I think when 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 um when in Europe French language is considered as a. a a, a royal language. Yeah. In, you know, in, in during medieval times, um, a lot of description was made was done in French. Why? Because French has all these adjectives, all of those, those descriptions. So that's really crazy. Yeah, and I mean, if you think about it, like if you think about it, for other people, for like let's say French people or Canadian or or, or uh, Americans, a Chinese. It's also a hard language. That doesn't make sense. For them, that doesn't make sense. We have, we have all these characters. We have maybe the same sound that can have like different characters yeah. that has different meaning. See, that I think for them is, is crazy, it's too. crazy too. So I think it's just, just really perspective in a lot of things. Um, concerned culture-wise, that's why I think it's really like a beauty uh, for, the, for the language. Oh. Obviously, it's a. Uh, it, it was a. Uh, it was a painful experience, uh, but you know, in the end, it's like, I always because I I, I self learned a lot of French as well. Okay. I spent a lot of time learn. Cool. Learning by myself, mm -hmm. but I always stop, go, stop, go. You know, okay. go and stop. Like I feel like uh, it's like uh, this language is like a programming language, totally like programming. A lot of logic inside. Yeah. You can, I, I see it. Yeah, a lot of, you have, you have to pay attention to here, there, the rules, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it looks like very like a coding. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. It definitely is. And when I think about it more, yeah. it's definitely similar to coding, you yeah. know, um, because if you have like one mistake, um, well, it's not that as dramatic as coding because in coding, if you have one, one, one mistake, the whole code doesn't work. But in French language, you have a mistake. Sometimes it changes the meaning, and you don't really know if, like, let's say your verb is not conjugated in the in the right way. Sometimes people get confused on which pronoun are you referring to with that verb. So yeah. they don't even know which uh, who was the one who performed the action. So yeah. The only thing I um, I think is the problem of the counting. The the the, the eighty equals like oh twenties. <laughs> That's kind of, kind of you, you, you lose respect there. <laughs> yeah, so it's really, really interesting that you brought it up because there's also a lot of, um, I would say, attempts to understand French language 
and online on, on social media, let's say TikTok. Do you use TikTok sometimes? No, I never use TikTok. You don't use TikTok, okay. Uh, maybe, for young people. Maybe, yeah, yeah for young generation thing. Exactly. So on TikTok, there was a video uh, really interesting that's, uh, that's basically a person who's comparing uh, how different languages say the numbers, right? Yeah. And when it comes to French, they're all they, Americans mm -hmm. or like other countries, uh, they're, they're always surprised by how we say 80 yeah. because 80 is 420. Yeah, 420. Which, like, it's really, it's really, really funny because in the video they say, you know, in order for you to say uh, French numbers, you have to do math at the same time. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> but it's all decimal system. It's supposed to be decimal system, right? Mm -hmm. Decimal, like, you have eight. 80 is 8 tenths, right? 90, 9 tenths. All the other, I maybe that's the only language doing that. Maybe the, they, they probably really want to use this, the, the, the word score, right? Yeah. Score means 20, right? In, in English, right? Score? Yeah. When score of. Oh, okay. Something okay, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. is 12. Right, right. Score is 20. Right, so okay. they probably they want to, they want to really force. Just use that word of score, like let's four score eighty. <laughs> Maybe I mean I mean it's definitely still weird when you think about it. You have to do like math, like adding and multiplying at the same time. So but it's really really interesting because it never crossed my mind. Because when I learned it, I was just like, okay, four twenty equals eighty, right? Yeah. I never said, oh, what what is wrong with these yeah, people? Yeah, I, I know. I that's the resistance. I I did not spend enough time to learn, try hard enough to learn French because kind of, what the hell is this? So a kind of lost interest <laughs> is something, that's something to uh, try to find an excuse. Do you have like any, any, any goals for learning French? Like, I think when I was younger, uh, it, was, it was really, really naive goals, but like, let's say in, for a week, yeah. sometimes I would tell myself, you know what, I would like to be able to say, I, want, I would like to go to the bathroom. Okay. In French, fully, you know, no, no errors. So that was like small goal that made me practice. Wow, that's. Do you have like any specific goals? Maybe you would like to, you know, what uh, for the next year I would, I would, I would be able to serve customers in French. Let's say. No, for me it was not. Okay. That was, I guess, I, when I had the IT job. Mm -hmm. Normally, I had more time. Mm -hmm. So that time I was thinking. Now when we decide to have a kid, mm -hmm. the kid is eight, so that's nine, ten years ago. Mm -hmm. I start to uh, start to learn French by myself because I wanted to to, uh, to know French before the kid was born, or the when kid was growing. So yeah, I kind of I could like teach her in French. Some I still understand French, but that goal was not uh, achieved at all. <laughs> I think I think she's uh, she's performing really well. I mean, yeah, she's really. Uh, Probably for her will be uh, for my daughter. She's French first, English second, the okay. Chinese third. But, Chinese third. Yeah, but interesting. She, yeah, she speaks all three languages pretty well. Nice. Yeah. But always French first, and but she likes to use English though. It's maybe a lot of YouTube videos, mm. kind of movies. I have a question for you. When you, when you see her, you know sometimes sometimes when I go back to uh, or when I talk to my. Um, um, my family in China, they always say I'm no longer Chinese because like I might appear that Chinese but my mind is like Western. Yeah. Do you think your daughter is more of a Western uh, cultured kid or it's more like Chinese because your both parents are Chinese and you kind of... 
I guess probably she's more Western than you. Oh yeah, yeah, probably because you mm. you have a good foundation of Chinese language, but she does not. Mm. Okay. So you you read right? You still read and uh, write right? In Chinese. Um, I still read. Writing is a bit difficult, I would say, uh, since no practicing, you know. Now, how many characters you can write? Five hundred, four hundred characters. Mm. Uh, don't give me too many credits. Uh, I don't think I can write that many. Hmm. But for, for my daughter, she's born here, so everything, I, I, the, the mindset is totally different. Mm -hmm. Okay. Totally, totally different. Probably, she's probably the first, first voice, local, local, uh, Canadian. Local, huh? Yeah. The general chicken is... Yeah. Or the CBC. CBC. Canadian-born Chinese. <laughs> I mean, it's really good, by the way. As usual. Yeah, it's um, it's really nice to be honest. It's like meat, mm -hmm. and nothing wrong with it. So, and a sweet. Nothing wrong with being sweet. Oh well, yeah. But see, you also have to be careful because you can eat a lot of that because it's kind of fried, right? But you know. What I mean is, Wendy's not gonna kill you. Maybe. Enjoy, but you can eat for like frequently. We have one. App, we have another appetizer called um, peanut peanut butter sauce. Peanut butter sauce. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the peanut sauce, peanut butter sauce is so sweet, like addictive, crazy. Really? They use the from calf, the the bought from Costco, like the ah, peanut okay. butter sauce. It's, yeah. It's so sweet. It's addictive. And uh, it's an appetizer, five pieces of wonton. So every time, like I eat a lot of sometimes. So I'm guessing it, it's also really popular within your, your customers yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, it's, it's very sweet. It's the peanut sauce. This one is spicy. You can try this one. Yeah, I'll try it. Yeah. That's the uh, citron pot, yeah, right? Citron pot thing, spicy pot. Mm -hmm. This one can have, it has like a pork, yeah, and the squid, yeah. shrimp, and also the spam. Spam. Yeah, the long chain thing. Yeah. I ate all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I ate. It's only, only on the top. Oh yeah, there's another. We can try. There's another one. I ate a lot of pieces. Mm. Like this one. Thank you. I mean, it is a little bit spicy, but like, it, it's not like a, it's a flavorful, flavorful spice. It's not like just spicy, you know? And also has the citron peppercorn, so it's the numbness. Yeah. The numbing. Yeah, numbing thing. Yeah. Mala. Mala, know? yeah. It's a citron peppercorn. Uh, hua jiao. Mm. So like, after one year, like you ate nine, you you kind of really good with French. So your, how about the English? When did you pick up your English or like naturally, not like a... Um, I would say I picked up English after I was done with the uh, welcome class. Yeah. I was transferred to a regular French, you know, uh, primary school. Uh, and by watching videos online yeah. or by watching TV, because sometimes, I mean, I, th I think at that point, internet wasn't 
as as popular as today so not a lot of people watch all their videos on youtube it was mostly tv so i watched tv and my english was kind of learned that way you know by watching cartoons so uh, that was my way of, of learning english and eventually what happened is um i started playing video games you know young kid young boy started playing video games and in, in video games they also have um actors who speak in english that time was playstation yeah i started with a playstation that got a, like a well, three two two uh three. i had a i had a playstation 2 at that point and then i got an xbox but then after that, I stopped playing console, I just went to a computer instead because uh, I had more options. So you all self-learning, not English, like... Yeah. Talking I mean, to friends. I mean, talking to friends as well, but the thing with learning a language is because you're in the environment, right? You're in, you're in Quebec, you have both languages always, uh, the both languages are always spoken. Uh, multiple times so it kind of forced you to learn it even if you don't want it because by the time you hear all of those languages those words uh, whether in English or French you might not remember all of the words but some words you will remember and you will repeat and you will understand what it means and by practicing by always talking the same way and also uh, you know speaking French one day then speaking English another day Eventually, you can become confident in your ability to speak, and then you just, you know, it comes up naturally after that. I think, it, like, I think in language, the, the best thing to understand is practice make, makes it perfect. Yeah. I mean, I would say in, in any other, yeah. in any other sports or um, job or activity, you have to practice to be good. And language is the same thing uh, by repetition, right? So that's how I learn it. Even I, I don't speak much French, but the few sentences I speak, the French sentences mm -hmm. I speak, really good. <laughs> I see them every day. Here you go. Yeah. Here you go. So your primary school is in public school. Yeah, it was in public school. But not like uh, the the high school not is private or public. Mm. My school um, itself was uh, was a was a public school, but that public school had a program that was private. I needed an exam to get in. Um, it was an international program. You heard about it? Oh, this is that in international pro uh, school. There's a not that in international school, right? There's a no. It's a it's like an international program uh, where everything is kind of standard enriched to another level. Yeah. So I had like uh, the top level of math, top level of French, top level of English, all of that. So, um, so I guess in a sense, no, it wasn't a private school by any means, but in a sense, it was more like a selective uh, program. Um, yeah, the Chinese parents, a lot of them, they really spend a lot of resources on the on the school, right? Yeah, there's a there's a lot of focus on school. But I have to thank my mom for that. She didn't really force me to go to a certain school because in high school you, can, you could have chosen to go to a private school. But mm. I feel like with the program I was in, I was able to get the education I needed uh, despite not being in a, in a private school. I mean, primary uh, high school, I don't know, for me, high school is not that important, I would say. Mm. Um, the most important thing in high school is to learn having a habit, learning how to study. 
uh, that was that was that was, that's how I learned uh, in high school is to learn what is my main uh, way of studying, what fits me the most. And I was still learning when I was in university, but it was my first understanding of my own capabilities of learning certain aspect, exploring math, exploring languages. So yeah, um, but understanding how you learn in high school is really important. So, so the high school, five years or six years, right? Five, five years. It's five years. And high school is five CGF. years, and then we have you have CJEP. You went to went to CJEP as yeah. well, right? Yeah, I went to CGF. one year CJEP or two, two years. But I thought it was one year CJEP, then you go to the university instead of college. No, it's here in Quebec. It's two years. Uh, CJEP depending on the program. Uh, some some people in CJEP they have uh, professional programs. We call it a technique. Uh, in other words, uh, where they go there, they do like a three-year program, and after that, after they're done, they're professional. Oh, oh yeah, they they got the it's college degree. Is that uh, it, it, yeah? It's kind of like a certificate. Yeah, it's more than a certificate. Yeah, I think so. I'm not quite sure the equivalent. So that's three years in CJ. Okay. Okay. So you, so you graduate, right? Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you study two years and move on to the university. Exactly. Okay. I thought it was one one year or two years, so it's yeah. maybe one year less. So what I did was Tasha you know. Yeah. So just before university, you have like two years of CJEP. CJEP. Which CJEP do you go to? Dawson. All those famous ones, Dawson, those several. <laughs> now I'm probably, I need to get familiar with all this. Chinese parents, they really prepare long before. <laughs> Yeah, the thing, the, the reason why I went to Dawson is because um, I could have went to Edouard Montpellier, which is a CGIP on the South Shore. Okay. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to go, I wanted to go out of my comfort zone. Okay. Um, <clears throat> a little bit, a little bit farther from home. Further from home, but I wanted to explore the, um, uh, the downtown. Okay. Dawson is is at the Atwater yeah. um, Metro Station. Um, and I wanted to explore downtown because, you know, all my life, up, up until that point, I was in Auto South Shore. So I was like, you know what, uh, let's go to downtown and see what Montreal is like. And, I, you know, I, although I enjoyed the experience, I would say Montreal is really, really crowded. So that's why I'm like, you know, whenever I go back to China, I'm going to get like a really cultural shock and surprise, right? Because so many people uh, all the time. But after you seven moved here, what year, like, uh, how old were you, like, your first time visit back? Like, nine, ten? I don't actually remember exactly, but I think it was about ten years, when I was ten years old. I went I went back once. Um, Not so many times? Nope. I was busy with school. I also had, like, I had to work at the same time I was going to school. So I did have a lot of vacation um, that was available for me to go back to China. But now that I have... Uh, full-time job and have my vacations that we're planning kind of maybe planning a trip next year uh, but when, when, you when were, COVID comes down. But when you were 10, it, would that be a strange experience or like you just left the, like you went through a lot of change, like for that, that three years, right? Mm, yeah. You kind of established yourself in another country with your language skills and the new friend school. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I think apart at that point, I was like 50-50%, you know, I was like 50 Western, 50 Chinese yeah. after three years. When I when I went back, mm, a lot of people mentioned that, you know, I had, I had this Western mentality. Yeah. But, you know, I was still young, right? So yeah. I was 10. extremely influenceable. Um, 
so it wasn't it wasn't like oh i don't recognize you anymore you're no longer chinese no. it's more like oh how cute he came back from uh, yeah. another country well how, how is he doing well you grew so tall you know a lot of people when you meet in chinese friends or families the first thing they ask you is uh, or the first thing they say to you is why are you so skinny <laughs> yeah. do, do you eat enough uh, are you growing yeah and how are your studies? Those are like the three questions, the typical Chinese question that people ask you, right? So, you know, obviously we had a lot of family dinner uh, at that point when we went back to, to China. So we had um, those questions asked on rip like every single day, every single week. Um, you know, I'm a pretty much a skinny guy. So obviously... Hey, you my, are skinny, yeah. My, my you family, are stronger than before. You are, you are stronger than before, I guess. Before you were... Yeah, I was, I was okay. pretty, you know, skinny. Maybe I work out. Yeah, now I'm, I'm working out, but, I, you know, I'm still skinny for my taste, but still. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of questions were always asking, why are you so skinny, why are you so skinny? I'm like, yo, I don't know, I eat as, you know, until I'm done, but I guess I wasn't eating enough. But do they compare you to the other kids around the same age? Because of course. They, they, because in China, the kids, they learn a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. They learn a lot of stuff at school, the mathematics, everything. Yeah. Like, uh, like the three years you spend here, you're going to be left behind a lot in mathematics, I believe. That's true. Um, you're gonna, so smart kids, like uh, 10 years old, like they know everything about mathematics here, yeah. there. That you kind of, kids from other, they come back, they look a little bit dumb, you know, <laughs> on those kind of stuff. Yeah, it's definitely true. What I, the first difference I noticed between Chinese um, maybe culture and here is the education system. Yeah. Um, we're, we're really advanced in China in terms of uh, math education. Yeah. Uh, we're, I mean, they have their own culture. But we have, in China, we have a lot of, you know, math competitions, yeah. written class. You know, we're always trying to perform as, uh, as being the best. So that's kind of like a toxic competition experience, but at the same time, it kind of pushes well, you up. You right? always have a ranking, like mathematics. Yeah. Exactly. Chinese, you yeah. know, like who is the first, second, the, the least to the from first to the last one. Exactly. So that's they don't a, do it here, right? No, they don't do it here because that will be that yeah. will be extremely. Uh, yeah, it's kind of give you in your mind like why I'm fifty kids, I'm the forty ninth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they don't do that here because it has a psychological impact. Now I'm, I'm not gonna say that's the proper way to do it, yeah. but it's definitely like a a toxic competition yeah. environment there, yeah. but. Nonetheless, what happens with that comp competitive yeah. environment is that it pushes you up because you don't want to be the last, right? Yeah, so you're going to yeah, study yeah. harder. Yeah. Um, Your parents will, 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 will punish you as well. Like uh, when you have the, you see, why you are like at the bottom, like the bottom half or the bottom third. Yeah. But I was really like when the first time I went to the, the high school, mm -hmm. the junior high school, the first grade. Mm -hmm. And before the finish of the semester, mm -hmm. and we have in the middle of the semester we have exam. Okay. Like the second, the, the second exam will be the end of the semester. So I entered the school, entered the the grade one for the yeah. high school. I was of the fifty or sixty kids. I was forty something. I was okay. ranked forty something. Okay. After the two exams, at the end of the first semester, I was number one in the class. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So you study hard. Yeah. No, I guess I was a little bit smarter than that. <laughs> seriously, I just like from the bottom, bottom, bottom to the to the first in the class because because when you graduate from the 
primary school, it was in the village. So the kids from uh, all different villages. Yeah. So you get the score from that village, your graduation, okay. the last test yeah. in the primary school. All different villages, they came, the kids from the villages, so they, they, you, they used your test score to, yeah. to rank you. Okay. To have, oh, you are the, you are the number I one. I remember that, yeah. yeah. And then you are number one, number two. And our number one is a pretty girl from another village. So she, she was the number one. I was number 40-something. And then after two exams, maybe the second exam, the middle term, midterm, probably I was 20-something or 10-something. Yeah. And then the last one, that's like... You were first. first. Wow. It's amazing. Wow. So same thing happened uh, when I, when I uh, entered the senior high school. So mm -hmm. three years, junior high school. Mm -hmm. We were from different uh, towns, different small towns, like really bad towns. Mm -hmm. And then we go to the county. It's a little bit more like a city. It's a senior high school. I was ranked probably 40-something as well. 40-something, yeah. Yeah, the same thing happened. I was the number one. I ranked number one in the, at the end of the semester. What changed? Just, I studied a little bit and then got the really good. Maybe you're taking it more seriously. Yeah. Yeah. You just put me a... This group, I will perform well, and then put another group, okay, from one as well. So, uh, awesome. but it, it's brutal, seriously. Some kids, they're not smart. Some, <laughs> somehow, they just, we spend the same amount of time studying yeah. and just attend the class, yeah. but somehow they rank 35. Mm. I was always one or two. The mm -hmm. worst, I probably number three in the class. Okay. So, it's like the, 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 Teacher will look. Oh, this guy have future, you know this. this yeah, I mean, but other kids they always bottom, bottom, and some of the physically they are big or strong, yeah. but they always the bottom. Sometimes why can you pass like have one hundred points uh, every exam? Yeah. So why do you only get thirty something? <laughs> <laughs> the mathematics you get thirty, or or physics you get like twenty five. Sometimes yeah. like I mean maybe maybe their talent is not there, you know, because mm -hmm. some people are more. Math focused, uh, focused uh, they're, they're more uh, academia focused, while other people are more, you know, sports, so they're more athletic. Yeah. But as we speak today, I guess in China, they're in the primary school, they, they, they abandoned that kind of the, the standing the list as well. I guess they start, they, they drop that kind of, of the, the ranking. Yeah, I mean, for all kids in the class. Understandable because at a certain point it puts a lot of pressure on the kids, yeah. and you know it's not it's not a fun experience. Not at all. Especially you have uh, we have French, uh, the mathematics, English, and Chinese. They're three subjects we call three major subjects. Okay, yeah. You you always learn the three as mm -hmm. a main subject. Yeah. And they will give you report. You 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 score ninety seven, pretty good. 97 uh -huh. and on math and then Chinese maybe 87, 85 and then what's your ranking in this subject? Wow. Everything. So your report will have everything. So math ranking first and then English rank two, mm -hmm. second and then that third. And you need to work on the chemistry. The chemistry like uh, maybe you rank 10, you know, you get 70 something. It's always a story. I remember that because, uh, yeah, you know, I was I was in primary school when I was seven before I came here, so I also experienced that. But I have a very very vague memory of the rankings. Yeah. I was told, however, 
my uh, my writing. You know, Chinese character when you write, yeah. it's not beautiful. That that's what I was told yeah. when I was younger. Uh, it's very my, difficult. My, my my writing is sluggish. Yeah. So it doesn't appear beautiful. I guess from grade one you have the training, like the yeah. on the on mm -hmm. the on the paper you you follow the thing, right? Mm -hmm. So it's more relaxing here, right? School. I mean, definitely, definitely more relaxing. Uh, not that much pressure, um, but because there's not a lot of pressure, if you wanna, if you wanna excel or succeed, you have to be disciplined. Because nobody's gonna force you, right? There's no competitive environment that's gonna say, okay, if if don't if you don't perform, you're gonna be last. Um, Mathematics is is really crazy. The last time I brought my daughter home, mm -hmm. like. Um, the first time when she was six, mm -hmm. my classmates in high school, mm -hmm. we all had a meeting, like a reunion thing. Okay. Like one, another classmate, like uh, he has a son, six as well, uh, maybe two two months younger than my daughter. Okay. And that guy, the boy, so good at the mathematics. Like uh, we used to play the game, like uh, playing cards, right? You, like you have a, a deck of play cards, you have a deck. I yeah. got it to two, yeah. like a... Uh, through two cards in the middle, okay. and with the numbers on the card, by any calculation you, you want to use, always get 24. Whoever gets the 24, make yeah. out the, 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 the formula to make the 24, you take all the cards. That's how you... Ah, okay, okay, I see the game. And that, that six-year-old boy is really good at that. That you have to multiply or divide or subtract or the, the add, all the kind of thing. That means he, 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 he knew that kind of subtraction multiply. That time my daughter could not figure out 3 plus 2. It was fucked. So he could not figure out 10 plus whatever. But that young boy, a little bit younger than her, and he was so good at that mathematics. Maybe he had more practice. You yeah, know. crazy. I mean, kids are smart. Yeah, because right? I used to play that game. Like uh, when why? But I don't know. It was six or eight or seven. Okay. But we were playing that. But the kids, like my daughter, she grew up here, had no idea with those kind of the multiply. Multiply is nothing. She knew nothing about multiply. Mm. Like two multiply three equals six. Nothing. And that young boy, six years boy, could do that. The game. But he came from China, or he was They're always living there. He was always living in Nanjing. Right. Okay. Okay. So my yeah my classmate <clears throat> all time living in Nanjing. Okay. Okay. See, that's a difference, right? The the, the, the education they train, system. Yeah, they they train, train you. Yeah, they train kids extremely hard. I remember hard. they train the kids. I mean, it might be a good thing or a bad thing depending on how you see it. But I remember when I was younger, when 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 I was in China, I had to do homework until like eleven or ten o'clock because I have so many to do, and like homework for 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 math, it was like. I don't know, 30 pages of like multiplication table, right? Mm. So that's why we, after, after you're doing some math in China as a, as a young kid and you come here as, a, as an immigrant yeah. and you go into classes, you always outperform in math because yeah. you've been trained to do so, right? <laughs> yeah. so it's not because we're more smart yeah. than, than, than people here. No. It's just because be, we have more training, yeah. you know? It's crazy there. Those young kids like really good at that kind of mathematics, everything. Like, so like 